Morning Church. So title, stuff or things that shouldn't cross. Shall I preach? Are you happy? Quick prayer. Father God, thank you. We know you are here. We know you love us. We are your soldiers. We want to fight until the end. And we want to set our land free. Families, citizens of the nation, Africa, the whole world. We want your dominance. We want to spread your word. We want to set free those who are under captivity using your, your word. And we ask you to come and equip us. Tell us that shouldn't cross into the next year. Be with us. Expose the word. Help your son here. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, we are living... Bible says we are living in the crooked world. Whether you like it or not, it's labeled like that. Crooked. No offense, you can turn to the book of Philippians, chapter 2, and have a look at verses 14 and 15. It says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Is that possible? Now, I doubt. Huh? Guys, 17, is that possible? 17 is important age, by the way. 17, I like you, I love you. David killed Goliath when he was 17. Important age. Without grumbling, is it possible? Without arguing in anything? Is it possible to live? That's what it's written. So that you may be blameless and pure. Children of God without blemish. You live in the crooked and pervasive society in which you shine as lights of the world. The society is pervasive and the land is uh, crooked. But we are supposed to live in there and be light. And the worst part, no grumbling, no complaints. Yes, this is possible with the help of the Spirit of God. Yes, this is possible with the Word of God. The Word of God is the Word of God. And we are going to build up case by case, slowly, carefully. The topic is very sensitive. We are going to touch ancient giant spirits who have been confronting humankind since antiquity. Let's go to the important, important verse I Put there, Second um, Samuel 17, 8. While he's posting that, the book of Philippians that I quoted from has only four chapters. Short, precise. And unlike the book of Corinthians or Romans or other books Paul wrote, this is written for a high-level Christians. Raise your hands and say, God, thank you, because in this room, you considered me, you counted me as a high-level soldier of God. Loud applause to the Lord.
Whether you like it or not, there is a level. As citizens of heaven, you all got your IDs, thanks to Jesus. Signed, names written by his blood. We all will go or he will come and take us. No difference. But amongst us and in the people written in the Bible, always there has been and there is level. Um, Yadid is knocking. I'm very happy. That's a good sign. There is a level. You all will get into, as a citizen, you live there, no problem. But as a citizen of Ethiopia, there are some citizens on the streets. There are some citizens in the palace. There are some with houses. There are some merchants, you know, with cash, with generals, with side shoulder tax, badges, decorated, you know, big generals. They are these all are citizens, no difference. But a homeless is, we know, much different than a decorated general. In the Bible as well, there is a reward time. It's clearly written, Jesus gave rewards to his soldiers. And that may bring difference amongst us. We spoke and discussed about this many times in this church. So, Philippians is a book written to high-level Christians. Paul shared important topics. Like he mentioned 16 times he said about, he spoke about joy. Rejoice in the Lord. And again I say rejoice. And again I say rejoice. 16 times while he's in prison. He was, it's written while he was in, in jail. Due to an incident when he encountered Lydia Lydia is a merchant, as you know. The first European Christian is Lydia. He met her. The Bible says God opened her heart. She listened to what Paul is talking about. She grabbed them and took them home. Immediately, she opened a church in her house. People got baptized. Gentiles get saved. Then, he was in that, in that city. The book of Acts, you can, it, book of Acts 16. It matches with... Philippi, the time of Philippians. Then he met in the busy city of business of uh, King Philip, Philippians. He met and confronted a woman who's possessed. And she makes big money to her owners. And she was always praising, thanking, shouting, and noising and disturbing their mission activity. And Paul one day turned back and rebooked the spirit. Then this cut off the supply, the spell, she says, and the benefits she brings to the house of her owners. And the owners, merchants there, they got mad. And they accused Paul and they put Paul in prison. That's where he wrote this back to Lydia. He remembered Lydia and the small home care she had. And he wrote a letter and he mentioned several secrets. Like how to rejoice while you are in jail. You can't write this for Corinthians. This is a fighting church, you know. They argue about, should we marry, divorce, or should we eat Lord's lunch? Should we bring our food to the church? There are a lot of noise. Romans divided. Philippians, pure, uniform, high-level Christians. Unless you are in that level, I know these churches because we prayed and one of the prophecies God spoke us that you should rejoice 
is each one of you is provided with a folded ladder. While we pray, the prophet saw this and she told me, when you preach or after this word, everyone will stretch this ladder and, and they will one by one, step by step, climb up level by level to a higher level. Each one of you, you should thank God. Second, when we prepare the message, I prepare this over two months. I don't preach without preparing. I'm not boasting. I do my best because I respect you. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste. God never wastes your time. He loves you and gives you something. So I, we should be careful when we stand here. So I took time and prayed with my family. The second message came was, there are, you know, blunt swords in the house. Here and there, some are rusty. God said he rubbed them, remodeled them, sharpened them, and they became shiny, and everyone started to use them. We'll use them tomorrow. That's why I'm announced it. We discussed. Tomorrow's title, I tell you now, is about our new clothes. So it's New Year with new clothes. And we are clothed by the Lord. We'll see several different types of clothes God himself provided us. And that will be our topic next um, tomorrow night. Now, let's, let's mention this because Abba is here. Hushai went on to say, this is a kudeta, like West Africa going on now. The son of David overthrew his father, Abeselo. And David was, imagine, can you imagine that? He's kicked off the throne and he went far away from his son. And his took some soldiers, few soldiers with him. And at night, while they are surrounded and lying down, Kusai, who works in David's army, knows David very well. But he said, you know, these are unexperienced Jews. They came to attack and, you know, kill David. David has been, you know, since Goliath, he has been through a lot of war and fights. Raise your hand and say, I enjoy God's fight. I enjoy God's battle. I enjoy God's war. So they came. And they, they were sure. Because the soldiers are sleeping. They surrounded them. And they said, David must be there. We'll catch everyone and kill them. Hushai went to say, if you know your father and his men, they are soldiers. And are as dangerous as a beer without, without in the wine that, that has been robbed of her cups. Your father is an experienced soldier. In the other versions it says, your father is a patriot. Can you imagine Abba in the KG class now behind? You can't. You can't look him there. That's what they were doing. You know, you can imagine here then you, you look for Abba in the front seat maybe. That's right. But they were looking for Abba in the KG class where my, my boy goes. That's wrong. They said, oh, no, no, don't do that. I know David. I've, I've, I'm, in, I'm a general in his army. I know him. He is a patriot. He's experienced level one soldier. And he will not stay overnight with army, with ordinary army. That's wrong. You can't find him. I'm sure. I know you. Let the devil say, I know you. Amen? 
Um, if you go back to King David again, when he's, he's 17, Saul was not worried of the size of Goliath. He's not worried of the length of the sphere. He's not worried of, you know, the, the, the shield he got. He's afraid of, he's worried of Goliath's experience. He advised David, oh, he has been a soldier since childhood. He didn't mention his tall. He didn't say he's a soldier. No, no, he didn't mention. Let our experiences due to holy war, together with the spirit of God, our enemies say, oh, 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 oh. we better not touch them. Hallelujah. He will not stay overnight with the ordinary army. Today's preaching that we are going to expose is for a high-class people, for a high-class Christians. Do you say amen? amen? I'm not dividing you, but this is a fact. There is a level. So God saw you as a high-level soldier. Amen? Can you praise him? Amen? amen. Then my life will be easy. Second verse we'll, third verse we'll see is uh, when I was fellowship leader in universities, we were very little. Mamusha was there, the Mikhail, some preachers, giant ones. We're all, you know, 18, 20s. From a fellowship, I remember I was asked this question. And it, 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 the question was Is God a such democrat? How come you come from somewhere in Egypt all the way and dismantle a stable nation of Canaanites and take over the land? Is it fair? They asked me. And I, I kept on reading and got puzzled. Hmm, let me examine. This verse, the next verse I show you, Genesis 15, 13 to 16. Then the Lord said to Abraham, Know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign country, that's Egypt, for four generations, 430 plus years. They will be enslaved and oppressed for 400 years. But I will execute judgment on the nation that they will serve. Afterward, they will come out with many possessions. In the fourth generation, your descendants will return here. For the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its limits. God is waiting until in the underworld, in the dark kingdom, in the dark spirit of realm, he's counting until the limit. When the limit is reached, he blew the whistle. People, come, come, come. I'm tired of these Amorites. Joshua, ha, 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 ha. Come on. Come on, he said. Kick them off. Why? They sinned. Simple answer. God is very democrat. Justice serve it. They sinned. And I was interested about the dark world. What has, what, what's going on in the dark world? How have they been living for 400 years? I was curious and digging and digging. I came up with the following conclusions. The worst possible sins were performed at that time. Homosexuality is not 
the fashion of the era. It's rooted back there in the darkness. Uh, sexing with animals, dogs, donkeys, name it, is exercised back then. Maybe now this robotic sex came now, but maybe robots were not there. But animal sex, same sex sex, confusion between genders, all that stuff, it's not a new fashion. It roots back to the dark world back then. It's, an, it's a practice of Canaanites and the seven kingdoms, Canaanite included. And each kingdom has got its own idol. Starts with Baal, Kamosh, Molech, Ishtar, name it, Philistines, they used Dagon, some 22 major giant idols, spirits. They were fueling this exercise behind. And they were always confronting, always, always messing with the people of God. And God never wanted his people to mix up with these nations. He warned them day zero. Never mix up. I was counting. I've been waiting. Counting until the limits. Now they crossed the limit. Judgment poured down. Using you, I'm going to kick them off. Joshua, no mercy. Enjoy my war. Enjoy the war. That's how they were missioned. Next verse. Leviticus, if you can see, chapter 17, 18, especially 18 and 19. Don't advise children to read that even. It's, it's horrible. At that time, at that time, yeah, the dark world was a mess. Thank Christ he saved us, amen? Yeah, it's a mess. God never wanted his people to get contaminated. So he was furious. Never cross Mary. Don't give your kids. Don't, da, da, da. They slaughter their children. Abortion, yeah, the spirit manifests now in a different way. In a politically sound way, in a politically correct way, in a scientific silent way. But the principles, the same. He's a killer. He kills kids now and then, back then. No difference. Spirits operate same way, but in a different fashion. Now, now you must not have sexual intercourse with a male as one has sexual intercourse with a woman. It is a Detestable act. Oh my gosh. Very serious. So, do not make the land vomit you out because of you, you defile. It's just as it has vomited out the nations that were there before you. The land will vomit you out due to your actions. God counts and monitors this. Continuous surveillance. The limit crossed. Even the Jews, the king of Babylon may be called. God always plays the chase. He's in charge. Amen? He's the most authorious. Nothing moves without his knowledge. Nothing. Not a single day. Hallelujah. Do not turn to idols. And you must not make your, for yourself gods of casted metal. I'm the Lord your God. I'm very jealous. The black and white written. Right? There is no compromise. Clear-cut mentions. Da, 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 da. All right? Exodus 12.2. Now, it's a little bit about the background of the, the dark world. 
Or we focus when we read the Bible only on Jews and we follow them, you know, they cross this, da, da, da. What about the other part of the world? It's in a darkness. And dark, that darkness is always a counterfeit to God's principles. Always this confronts, that, you know, devil, Satan, always he's an imitator. He's a bad wisher. Competes with God. Copies God. He said, Isaiah 14, 14. I'm the most high, he said, like that. He said, I'm the most high. No, like God. He came back down and he said, we have a dark trinity. Combination of Baal, Ishtar, and Moloch. These three, the giant idols, they formed a trinity. But in the darkness. And they, they, they feed each other. They intermarry. Baal killed his father, stepped down to the throne. He's a major idol of Canaanites. He has certain functions. He's a possessor. He's, he's an idol of prosperity, blessing, fertility, production, trade. And he caught the, the economy. So Baal is in charge of economy. That's why they put the bull that I will show later in the Wall Street. One of the, way, the roads of Wall Street. Those of you who are from States, just Google. You might have seen this. So they brought the bull, exact copy. The bull that the Jews were worshipping until Moses gets down from the mountain of Sinai with the tablets. They started to worship this. Who made this? Who orchestrated this? The spirits behind. From Egypt, as they are advancing Canaan, they are getting closer to the dominant spirits of the land. So they came. They feed up certain individuals, and ideas came. No, they, they throw what they have. Earrings, necklaces, wristless. The bull came out. This bull tries to operate still now. So we'll go back to the major five or six major spirits, connect to the existing facts now, and we'll lose our sword, and they will not cross to the next tier. Can you say Amen. You are to say to Israelites, this month is to be your beginning of months. It will be your first month of the year. This is Passover time. God started their new year. Count, this is zero level. Okay. Zero, zero. From here, we'll build up our cases. Follow me cautiously. In the third month after the Israelites went out from the land of Egypt, on the very day they came to the desert of Sinai. You can, you can read that. Um, Jeremiah 52. We, we can go um, yeah, Exodus 32, 19. The next one, 32, 19. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, um, this Ishtar, I will come back, she's in charge of musical entertainment. I'll come back. Baal went with the dancing ceremony. We, we love music, but all should be to God. Not to this bull. Bull calf, dancing, party, noises. Moses became extremely angry. He threw the tablets from his hands and broke them to pieces at the bottom of the mountain. I was interested in this day because... Where to start at zero, zero? We know. The dead. 
how many days he spent in the mountain? We know. But when we calculate, there are some three, four days of procedure, you will end up in the minds of Tammuz. Tammuz is a Babylonian word. It's a name of the minds of Jews' forzmans. It stands in the Gregorian calendar somewhere between end of June to mid-July. Uh, where our fiscal year ends. So follow this month and we'll follow history plus biblical documents and we'll come to conclusion together and you'll see what happens in the end. Follow me. Now, mark this date. This is in the months of, somewhere in the months of Tammuz. Well, in his, you can Google, you can build up, you can refer references. The, the instructions, the laws originally written, inscribed, plus the tablets were provided by God himself. These are originals. From using them, even day one, they got broken. Due to the heavy activity of the spirits that don't want to see humankind living with God according to his law. They don't want to see that. The dark world spirits came until this you know, ceremony with God fi finished in the mountaintop. In, 14 day, in 40 days, they built a bull. What a shock. Tragedy. This happened in the months of Tammuz. Follow this month. I was surprised enough. This is, this is this, enough is enough. Now, gradually, You can see, by the ninth day of the fourth month of the year, there was famine around Jerusalem because King Nebuchadnezzar surrounded them, besieged them. Jerusalem was attacked 52 times, besieged 44 times, destroyed twice, completely. Twice. It was the first destruction, including the temple Solomon built, happened on the ninth day of the fourth month, which is Tammuz. This exactly coincides and fits to the month where Moses broke the tablets. So, as a Christian, this should click your mind. Uh, when I was young, in quotes, you know, some of verses I don't understand that, you know, Mr. So-and-so, he, he gave, his son is so-and-so, so-and-so, Why is the wastage of all pages I complain inside? But it's word of God. And the next complaint I have, argument, I mean, so dates, you know, four months, nine days, da, da, da. As I grew up, I came to understand these are very important, and that's why God documented them. It's up to us, the current Christians, guided by the Holy Spirit, to see patterns, smell things, and compare, contrast, read, explore, and be in charge of the spirits operating in our city, country, region, continent. Why not the world? It's up to us. So God expects this from a high-level Christian. This is not expected from bottle-fed, you know, milk-fed toddlers. They are Christians. They are citizens. No offense. But those who chew bones, bones, I'm interested about bones, 
this is born. You should dig out, find out pattern and shoot exactly at those spirits and dismantle them. Then the land will rest. Without that, there is no peace, no rest. No political, no meetings, no declarations, no resolutions. Past will solve the wound, will heal the wounds of the land. But this one definitely will heal. And we are happy to partake in this battle. Are you interested to fight? Are you? Um, this one shocked me. The Jews mourn this death because the temple is of significance. They mourn. Now, the modern Jews. No work, no activity. They fast and pray for 25 hours. Still now. They, they had it in June, last June. What surprised me? One is enough. But the second temple built by Nehemiah, Ezra, at the will of Sirius, King Sirius, later expanded by Herod, the second temple, it's destroyed by Titus, a Roman king, Titus, the first is Nebuchadnezzar, Babylonian. King Titus, he destroyed the city for second time, destroyed the second temple exactly in the months of Tammuz. This shocked me. I was shocked. I don't leave this without serious consideration. I kindly ask you to consider this. This is abnormal. This is abnormal. In the time gap, how many years? Hundreds of years between the two temples. But the spirits we discussed here, they remember, they have database, they don't die, they are immortal, they come back, they think, they operate. So, the spirits that filled Nebuchadnezzar and destroyed Jerusalem, years, hundreds of years back, same spirit of destruction came back and destroyed the second temple on exactly same months. Same months. Go and check it. This is abnormal. It caught my attention. Further reading, you will be shocked. Just wait for me. We'll go to history now because the second temple is destroyed in 780. The two books written around there, the, the latest books are the book of Revelation and James, um, Jude. These are the latest Bible books. So Bible history is, history is finished. Now we'll go to contemporary secular history and we'll continue from where we stopped. And we'll bring it chronologically to date. What happened next in the month of June? In the last week of June? And first week of July, where Ethiopian fiscal year ends. I'm curious. Let's go. History. History. Tammuz 17th. This is around June 25 in the Hebrew calendar. Okay. We have seen already this. The tablet is broken. Next. Tammuz 18th. Anyone can Google this because this happened in the Supreme Court of United States. Stonewall is a hotel in New York City. This hotel has no license. There is illegal activity operated by mafia groups. And the activities include 
same-sex sex. This rumor was in Philadelphia previously, the previous five years. And they usually come and shout on the Independence Day. But this date is crucial because police came with a warrant letter, arrested the homosexuals, and they were loaded in the transport police car. And when the police get out, the hotel is surrounded by lots of bizarre, sexually confused people with stones. And they smashed the police. The police should get back into the hotel and hide and get rescued by calling other policemen. This date and month exactly fits with the previous two temple destruction days plus tablet breakage days. This is not normal. I don't leave this unchecked. You are still hesitant, yeah? Mm, Brooke, this, you know, orthopedic surgeon preaching. Uh, <laughs> wait. Next slide. Next slide. June 26, 2003. Homosexuality officially was announced in the United States legal by the Supreme Court. Is this normal? Why is the devil hanging on this Tammuz man's? Shouldn't we open fire heavily in this month? Because next few slides, this will come as a pride month. The shameful month became a pride month. That rainbow, we should put it here. It is God's. Symbol of God's mercy. It is taken away. It makes me annoyed because you can't, we can't use it. In a flag or something, if you put three, four, five colors, you are in problem. Even Christians. Hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> this is ours. This was ours. I told you, the devil always steals, including flags, colors, steals. He's a thief. He has nothing. He came nude with nothing, but collects, gathers, steals. And we should claim this back. This is symbol of mercy. God said, I will put a rainbow. I will, the earth will not be flooded. This is ours, not theirs. So, huh. oh my God, I'm getting so hot. Ten years from now, get, make it, bring it to the house. Come closer. This is your edge. Same date, June 26, 2013. The next slide will come. You can, you, you, you can, you, until then, even, yeah. The house overturned DOMA. DOMA is Defense of Marriage Act. Marriages were defended by law. The law stands to protect marriages. This is overturned. So the state said, we don't protect marriages. We're out. We know, I mean, Bible started with marriage and it ends with marriage. Amen? The beautiful marriage of the two, I'm, fl I'm flattered, you know? 
the orthopedic surgeon got anesthetized the man, took the board, make beautiful girls like that. Now about that's why I became orthopedic surgeon. I just followed guide. <laughs> Anesthesia, no pain. Look, clean, beautiful sisters of God. Very clean, because you came flesh. You came from flesh. We are a little messy and a little dirty, <laughs> because we came from soil. Apology, okay, accepted. Understand us. That's nature. Socks, shoes, da, da, da. You know, boys, we do that. We came from soil. You guys from sterile flesh. Woohoo! I wish I was a girl for now, but I will be in problem with what I'm preaching. <laughs> this beautiful, beautiful thing we should defend and protect. Look, 53 years. So beautiful. He made them a man and a woman. Anything against this is demonic. Whether it is bisexual, asexual, transsexual, da 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 da. Plus, plus, kill, kill, we don't care. Not, we don't care. I'm not interested. Two different categories black and white written. And this continues. We'll discuss tomorrow about our closings. Like that, in the book of Revelation, Christ will marry the church. This defense of marriage act, Doma, is overturned by the demons operating behind. By the demons who broke the tab tablet, who destroyed Jerusalem twice, who came, emerged as important, you know, entities have been operating behind the scene and Christians are sleeping. This needs a higher level understanding. And we thank God because he gave us this. This church is responsible. High level, the book of Philippians. High level, Lydia level. Two years later, they modified this. So, let's make it a little bit. Uh, 2015, another law came. This is very soon. Um, I think Obama signed that. This is Clinton. All right? So, again, they abolished another law. It's called Marriage Act Law. So, they opened everything so that the dark spirits, the ancient spirits we discussed previously, who have been messing with the people of God in the book of Leviticus, as early as Genesis, even. think of Sodom and Gomorrah, it's in Genesis. Homosexuality is not a fashion, it's an old sin. Disgracing, disgusting, old-fashioned sin. It's not a new, newly emerging, New York, it's not New York-style sin. It's ancient you know, decayed sin. We don't sympathize with that. God is so mad, and we are too. Amen? We are mad, amen? We, we take out our sword and smash it tomorrow. We'll pray on this. Uh, let me wrap up this quickly. 
Now, I was curious. Okay, this came consistently. Humans didn't notice this. This generation has a full document of Bible plus history. But we can combine and see a pattern. And we can focus in that means, like we are doing in the prayers these five days, we should do the same. Don't stop this. I'm not saying that. Do the same. We agreed with Emma. And focus around our fiscal year, those months, and get out and fight and enjoy the battle of God. Amen? Is that amen? Yep. I'm interested. Somebody was interested in this month. Joshua. Hallelujah. Take me to the book of Joshua, chapter 10. I love Joshua and David quite a lot. You, you clearly see that. Joshua 10, 12. <laughs> Even when I see the words, I start to, you know, shake up. Amorites that we marked with Abraham, they have five kings. They gathered together. And they started to confront Joshua and the, the people he's leading, the people of God. And Joshua is Joshua, as you know. He said, we'll swallow them a few days back with Caleb. Hallelujah! He's a trusted soldier. Trusted soldier deserves this battle. Five kings, I don't care. As far as the king of kings is with me. Amen. Now Joshua started the battle early morning. It's Friday. Well documented because these are, these are well documented facts. The fight started Friday night, Friday morning. Sabbath is next day, as you know. It starts at the dawn of Friday. Let's go Friday. Late afternoon. But Joshua, while enjoying the fight, while the fight is going very well, this is a matter with five kings. It's a huge crowd of soldiers, enemies. He can't finish the battle in a day. Twelve hours is not enough. So... Hallelujah. He looked at, oh, it's going well, but we can't finish these enemies. Casualties, we are good, we are, we are smashing them, but I doubt we'll finish this battle in 12 hours schedule. No, Sabbath is coming. In Sabbath, you can't fight. So he said, the God of Joshua, I need more time. So please, Stand still this sun. So I need lengthy day, not 12 hours. Lengthy. I want to finish them. I will not end this war happened in the month of Tammuz. This is a revenge from God. The moon delayed. The sun stand still, stood still. And Joshua enjoyed the battle. Would you please raise your right hand? God, as your trusted soldier, experienced soldier, I will not stop the fight. 
I need more time, more resource. I will not stop until I kill the last enemy I face. The last enemy I confront. Hallelujah. This satisfies me. This satisfies me. See, elastically, only twice nature turned like that. It's when age is added to the, who was the, who was the king Hezekiah. They were discussing with Isaiah. You know, with the movement of the sun, the length of your shadow varies. That's true, yeah? We used to play when we were kids. So, the king, king, um, king Hezekiah and jo, um, Isaiah, prophet Isaiah were discussing as a sign and symbol of extending 15 years upon my age, can you show me something? Oh, as I said, he prayed. Um, let me see your shadow. He says, lengthy. So he said, okay. Do you make me make you, do you, do you want to make your shadow shorter or longer? Turn it back or forward. He said, oh, oh turn it back because he wants, he wants to be younger. Our calendar is fantastic in that respect. Eight years younger for international community. Okay. Turn it back. And God did that. Visibly, the shadow got smaller, smaller, smaller as a symbol of extension of his age. You can read this in the book of Second Kings 20 or something. You can explore. Only twice the son obeyed humans. Joshua and Isaiah. And you know who these two are, okay? Senior guys. Level matters. Do you agree? Yes. Now you agree? Yes. There is a level. Higher stuff. Amen? You are given, each one of you, you are provided with a new ladder. Amen? Do you want to use it? Amen? Climb up. Same level. Ciao. We don't want same level. No more milk. No more banana. No more, you know, spaghetti, soft stuff. We want hard stuff. Bony stuff. Crush it. The bony stuff. Hallelujah. I see a group exit. Hallelujah. Trust soldiers. Sorry, God. Extension of day. If I were you, I would say, Woo! In the Bible, next verse, we'll see that these spirits are so meticulously dangerous. They operate behind the scene. They have different functions. They cooperate and collaborate as well. So they played a huge game with King Solomon. Solomon is, Solomon is known to start worst the dark trinity. He imported the worst of the worst senior idols into Jerusalem. Yep. He married a couple of, you know, Edomites. You don't, these are all, these were all brutally wounded and smashed by Joshua. He massaged them. He brought them. Uh -huh. We don't like that. We are a fighter. We are soldiers. We have discipline. Next slide. Solomon is irresistibly attracted by them. Next slide. 70 plus 300, you know, next slide. 
I'm interested in the demons. Now, Solomon worshipped the Sidonan goddess. Ishtar or Astarte. This is a dangerous goddess. Responsible for sexual identity confusion. She's the senior idol behind all this LGBTQ plus 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 something. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, asexual, query, 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 whatever. Started with two letters, now it's seven or eight. It progresses, but we are sleeping. We'll smash, as Joshua smashed the five kingdoms, seven kingdoms, we'll smash every, every power that stands and confronts the principles of our God. We are the soldiers. We are responsible. We deliver our city, our nation, our continent. Hallelujah. Goddess Astarte. No wonder Solomon is attracted to the female stuff. And detestable Ammonite god, Malcolm. This is responsible for abortion. Malcolm and Moloch, abortion. At that time, they slaughtered their kids. Once I remember, a certain king lost a battle. He came and quickly took his son, who is going to replace his heir. And slaughtered him. As simple as that. This is the teaching of the dark world. It's from this darkness Christ delivered us. When the Bible says people who are living in darkness, they got they saw light. This is what it means. We counted two. Ishtar and Milcom. Go down, Moab, detestable Moabite god, Kamosh, and Ammonite god, Melko. Just in one slide, four giant gods, dangerous. The senior, the Lord God, is Baal. Dancing stuff, entertainment stuff, anything that seduces. Drug abuse, alcohol, any idol function that stands between you and God, Ishtar is responsible. That's the spirit of Ishtar. It culminated and showed with full manifestation and features in Jezebel. Jezebel is prototype, filled with the spirit of Ishtar. Are this operating now in our time? I have no question. No single doubt. Every entertainment industry against God. War, killings, materialism, you know, outweighs human hurt, you know. Responsibility, pal. Sexual stuff, I start. I have 22, list of 22 with different functions. And for you guys, me and you, it's our responsibility who is operating and how in our territory, in our city. This, let's go to the city of Pergamon, the church of Pergamon, Revelation somewhere, 2.13. 2.13, 2, 
I know where you live, where Satan's throne is. This is the latest book of your Bible. Latest. Just written very recently in the Bible times. Yet you continue to cling to my name. Raise your hand and say, Jesus, Jesus. I will cling to your name. Your name is my sword. Jesus said, yeah, this, this guy is living in the city where Satan's throne is established. You have not denied your faith in me. Even in the days of Antipas, my, my faithful witness who was killed in your city where Satan lives. This is New Testament. You are responsible for your city. Nobody comes. As a soldier, it's our duty. Don't grumble. Don't complain. Don't say this is crooked. Don't say this is complicated. Philippians, we are already warned. Don't say that. Just take out your sword. Just increase your level. Level. To see down where? Go higher up. Next verse. So, this church is responsible. The last slide I have, you remember this in Matthew 12, 43 to 45, what I've discussed here. When an evil spirit goes, goes out, wanders in the wilderness, after a while remembers and comes back to check his former house, We'll see it clean and nice because Jesus kicked them and decorated nicely, but Jesus is not there. He will go back again, bring back seven worse friends than him, and dwell in that man. And Jesus said, Wow to that person and generation. Now, from an individual who's possessed, it became an issue of generation. Go and read that verse. Conclusion of the matter. Everyone, I recommend you to read this book, The Return of Gods. There is a possibility in every city, in an organized way, this may be fueled by the spirits behind. It's advancing so quickly. It's attached to its politics. Aid. Wheat, floor, shoes, da-da. Fertilizer. You get your fertilizer if you flag that, you know, rainbow. It's at right our nose. It's, but contrary to that, we worship the God of Joshua. We jump in and say, I'm enjoying the battle. I will not stop. God of Joshua, please extend the day, lengthen the light, and I'll finish them, and the land will rest. Hallelujah. Glory to God who makes this. Glory to God who trusted us. Stand up and say, all of you, this is a serious matter. To be to recruited as a soldier of Christ, this era, we're so blessed. Hallelujah. We'll not stop fighting. Let the demon here know that soon we'll turn up into an experienced fighter, experienced soldier who goes away from common people away, detached, 
sees the enemy from far, from behind, understand matters in a different way. Analyze situations, history, compare, contrast, come to conclusions, hmm. and shoot at that spirit and peacify the land. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you all.